You are listening to the Salty Catholic Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Cassatt. I'm salty not just because Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, but I'm salty because many Catholics stop seeing the value in suffering because the world we live in tells them that suffering can only bring bad things. As a result, they are losing hope in Christ when things go bad. So I'm here to add a little bit of flavor. All right then, let's begin. So when we hear about suffering in our lives or in other people's lives, we always think of something bad. Yet suffering can bring so much joy in its own way, which I will focus on today something called redemptive suffering, which means how can our suffering bring about the good for us and for others? The Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that all pain, toil, and sorrow united to Christ's passion can also have a redemptive meaning for the sin of others. Suffering is a part of human existence. From birth, until death, and every human person suffers in a variety of ways. When Jesus tells us, if you want to be my disciple, what do you have to do? He says, take up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. Now, obviously, when he says, take up your cross, what does that mean? A cross is suffering. So he's telling us that If you want to be my disciple, and if you want to follow me, you will have to suffer, and you will have to bear it. You know, the Bible provides many examples of this, right? Of one's own death, the danger of death, the death of children or friends, um, uh, persecutions, uh, mockery, abandonment. Uh, Sometimes we say, like, watching the wicked prosper while the just suffer. Uh, the unfaithfulness of spouses or of friends, uh, maybe the misfortune of one's homeland, which many of our parents and grandparents can relate to. Um, suffering in one form or another accompanies each of us every single day. And my brothers and sisters, it's an inescapable future, a feature, I'm sorry, of human existence. So let me focus on two questions for a minute. Why do I suffer? And I think the key question is, what do I do with my suffering? And to understand why do I suffer, who better than to go to in Scripture than to St. Paul? Now look what St. Paul says in Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 5. He says, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I think this is one of my favorite verses about suffering in all of Scripture. But the very first sentence says, we rejoice in our suffering. How is that possible? In 2011, when I got diagnosed with colon cancer, of course, 
I went through suffering and we went through all of the protocols like chemo and radiation and surgery and more chemo and surgery again. And we did all the things that we had to do, of course, along with prayer and, um, you know, uh, dedication to Jesus and to my patron saint, St. Padre Peel. Thanks be to God, I've been cancer free for 12 years now. But at the time, I, I look back now and I understand what St. Paul says when he says, we rejoice in our suffering. Because my suffering then has brought me to my ministry now, has opened up so many doors for preaching, for evangelization, for just so many things that I'm so um, thankful for to our Lord. Why? Because I endured that suffering and I did something with my suffering. Now, don't get me wrong. I could have sat back and just moped around the house and felt sorry for myself. And I could have said, why me? And why this? And why that? And ask the Lord a hundred questions, which I did ask him questions, but never, why me, Lord? Right? I just uh, took it to prayer. I was at the time, I, I was content with it. And, you know, we just had to deal with what was given to us. So, um, but now I understand now what we rejoice in our sufferings. And like St. Paul says, it produced for me endurance. It gave me character. It gave me hope. And that hope that gave me, that suffering gave me, it did not disappoint. Because you know what God did? He poured his love into my heart through the Holy Spirit. And now I'm out evangelizing because of that, right? And then also St. Paul says in 2 Timothy, take your share of suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. He says, the gospel for which I am suffering and wearing chains like a criminal. This is when he was in prison. So suffering can bring out good, my brothers and sisters. The question is, what do we do with it? St. Paul says, we endure suffering so that we may obtain salvation. Dying, living, and reigning with Christ are all aspects of salvation. They go with eternal glory. And he says, And if children, then heirs, then heirs of God, then fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we also may be glorified with him. He says, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. That's from Romans 8, 17 through 18. Look how much faith Paul had. Look how much Paul wanted to suffer and didn't mind suffering. Now, there was times where in St. Paul, for example, we know about this thorn he had in his side, and he asked Jesus to take the thorn away. We know Jesus himself in the Garden of Gethsemane asked for this cup to be removed from him, right? He didn't, he didn't want to suffer, although he knew it was the Father's will. And in his human nature, he was frightened. But even our dear Lord suffered. Every single inch of his body suffered from head to toe. So what do we do with our suffering, right? God brings good out of suffering. But if we are not open to his will, Right, We close the door on him, and sometimes we even blame him for our suffering. So just like Jesus says, it's not my will, but your will, Father, we have to say that not just in our suffering, but in everything in our life, right? 
if the if if suffering at this moment in time is the will of God, then we should accept it. But we can bear it with joy, my brothers and sisters. Suffering can purify us. It can make us holy. It can bring us to an encounter with the person of Jesus, which that's what it did for me. I was 42 years old when I encountered, um, when I got cancer. And all my life, I was a faithful Catholic. But after I got, after I got cancer, I finally met Jesus for the first time in my life. Before those 42 years, I just knew of him like a person in a history book. But after my, after my ordeal with cancer, I met the risen Jesus. And he became, he really became part of my life, everyday life. Someone that I was able to talk to and go to. Somebody that I was able to journey with. That, that year and a half, two years of going through cancer, Christ journeyed with me. Why? Because I let him. I took him on the journey. Um, so offer up your sufferings. Sometimes in what we call redemptive suffering, we can offer up our sufferings and make good out of it. For, for example, for somebody that's far away from Christ, we can offer up our sufferings for an atheist, somebody that's fallen away from the faith, uh, somebody that's in a bad relationship, somebody that's in mortal sin so many years, somebody that hasn't been to confession. Our suffering can be done good, not only for ourselves, but for other people. So it's important to offer your suffering up. The last time I was, and you know, I was in the hospital many times after that for various reasons. And one time a priest came and visited me in the hospital. And it was my last day there. And it was at nighttime. I was going to leave you know, the next day. And the priest said to me, Jeff, pray about it, but don't waste your suffering. And he left. I contemplated that for a while. Don't waste your suffering. What do you mean by this? A priest tells you don't waste your suffering while you're in the um, hospital bed going through all kind of pain. Meaning don't be selfish. Give that suffering to somebody else so somebody else can benefit out of it. Jesus' suffering didn't go to waste, did it? Jesus' suffering on the cross, yes, he did it because that was the will of the Father. But that would have been selfish if that was the only reason he did it. Jesus' suffering was redemptive for you, for me, for the world, from beginning until end. So he did it for us. His suffering was not selfish. Your suffering should be the same way. Your suffering, my brothers and sisters, should not be selfish. Selfish. I'm not sure if you're familiar with a book called The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Kempis. He has this quote in there. He says, Jesus has many lovers of the heavenly kingdom, but few bearers of his cross. St. Faustina says in her diary, If the angels were capable of envy, they would envy us for two things. One is the receiving of Holy Communion, and the other is suffering. She says, You will save more souls through prayer and suffering than will a missionary through his teaching and sermons alone. So my brothers and sisters, our sufferings have to have redemptive value. They must be united to those of Christ. And in order to be united to those of Christ, they must, like the sufferings of Christ himself, be freely accepted. Otherwise, they are of no value. 
St. Paul says in Galatians, Far be it from me to glory except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. He says, there is no glory for me except the cross of our Lord. What words and what suffering uh, St. Paul went through. But my brothers and sisters, be, um, be aware of this, that your sufferings do not go to waste. You might not see the fruits of your suffering right now, maybe not even in this lifetime. Maybe they will be revealed to you after you get in heaven. But offer it up first for yourself, and then for the redemption of other people. It's very important. And see the fruits of your suffering. Like I never thought I'd be able to say that my suffering has fruits. The fruit of your suffering. The redemptive work of your suffering. Offer it up for somebody. Offer it up for a family member. And my brothers and sisters, at the end, you will hear this as St. Paul. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. What beautiful words from St. Paul. My brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in. Please pray for me as I will be praying for you. And please, don't forget to check out our other ECRC podcast. We have, of course, uh, the amazing Catholic Avengers podcast, hosted by Polaris Hockey and his co-host, the amazing and wonderful Jeff Kassab. And we have the invitation to sisterhood by Vanessa, Adora, and Patrice. I love you all. God bless you all. And by all means, please, Be salty.